everybody. Welcome back. It's Food News and Chews Radio. It's Sylvia Lovely. Jeremy Ashby, he's uh, Chef He's Jeremy. playing hooky. We're going to have to go out looking for him. on vacation I again. bet I can find him in a kitchen somewhere. I know. Nor- but l- luckily, Norma's here. She does our events, but she's also a chocolate expert. And yeah. we're going to talk to her about yeah. chocolate, but in a way that you don't normally talk about chocolate, That's which right. we'll explain. In the second half of the show... I will say right now, we're going to talk to to Jim Sawyer of Sawyer's. And Molly. And Mm -hmm. his wife, Molly, who are coming back Mm -hmm. to downtown Lexington. After what, 18 months? 18 months. uh, Hiatus. They were were almost symbolic, as we talked about, of the pandemic and what it did to us. But they're coming back, and that's also symbolic of a comeback. Yeah, and I agree. maybe things will start picking up, and people will start coming back, and restaurants will start opening up for lunch. And it, and a lot of it is not well. It may be pandemic related. We don't know, but it's staffing issues. That's what I was going to ask. Did, you know, before we get to the to chili talk, because mm-hmm. chili week is next week. Let's talk about about. Do you think mm-hmm. the biggest problem facing the restaurant industry right now is a staffing issue? I think it is. It's, think, it's a human well, capital and I think issue. Being able not to get certain ingredients right. at an affordable price. So I think we're victims of inflation as well. Because right. to get the things you want costs a lot of money. But I think down to earth, on the street, it's staffing issues. And we don't know. I don't, you know, a lot of people like to make that a simplistic answer, what's happening. But it isn't simplistic. No. It isn't all... that people are lazy. It's it's that they've, some of them have gone to work for these delivery services, for sure. goodness sake, you know, they've done that. I don't they, think it's they, a people, I think, I think, I honestly think we dumb down the problem by saying, oh, people don't mm-hmm. want to work. And, it's not that. And it's, it's paying benefits. Right. Restaurants right. are having to step up and they're having to pay a whole lot more f- to get the kind of staff they want. And we'll hear some of that from from Sawyer's. Yeah. Uh, well, the people who left the restaurant industry left because they had to. Mm-hmm. They had to leave because the restaurants were shutting down. So they all found new jobs, and it's Amazon, really hard. You know, and FedEx. it's hard to attract those people back. It is to the restaurant because the restaurants are not the easiest places in the world to work. And there are lots of restaurants too. And there are lots and, of restaurants. Uh, you know, I know we've had this debate before whether we will still see some falling out. And some of our restaurants will go away. And I think that still can happen as we emerge and maybe it won't be as equally distributed, people coming back. I think you're going to have to start... And types of restaurants. Right. When you talk about that, I do think you're going to look at... Restaurants like Azure to me are a little different because mm-hmm. when you go to Azure, you're going for the experience. You're gonna you want a server. You're That's gonna right. you're now when you go to other places, I think you're gonna see more things automated. McDonald's in Burger King, and not automated, Burger King, yeah. McDonald's and Taco Bell. You don't even talk to a person That's right. now. They've eliminated the cashier right. position. You, which I don't like. You go to a kiosk, you punch buttons, your food comes out, and you're trying to figure out what. It's just changed, you know. Even the soft drink thing, you have to go right. down to a machine, you know. I mean, it's like everything's getting automated. I think but, that's you know, going to be the way. I think that's you have like the very nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. You have fast casual. You have <coughs> casual. You have fast food. You know, will there be a shakeout in any one of those categories more than any other? I don't know. I think fast food, where the profit margins are super thin and you're, you're dealing with volume, I think those are the places where you're going to see, uh, okay, for instance, Tesla this week announced their Tesla bots. I don't know if you saw that, but basically they're they're humanoid robots and they're going to work in some of the factories and they're going to build cars. Isn't that amazing? They're eventually going to figure they're out. They're saying jobs are endangered right. in every They're eventually industry. going to figure yeah. out how to modify those for the restaurant industry. If they can build cars, mm-hmm. they can make hamburgers. Yep. Yep, that's right. So those who want an experience 
are going to have to go to other kinds of places. And we'll see. You know, it's all just sort of up in the air. But in the meantime, we have Chili Week. Chili Week. Chili Week starts Monday Monday Mm -hmm. and goes till Sunday. Sunday. Okay. And that's Monday, October. October 3rd. Yep, October 3rd. And the way it works is there are, are restaurants that are doing five dollar bowls of their chili and there's sometimes there are restaurants that maybe didn't make chili or almost like with other food weeks they're all doing their own spin on chili Mm -hmm. because it's fall and it's great fall food well what about the spin on chili let's talk a little bit about chili um because you know i did a little bit of looking and snooping and some uh, sister somebody or other invented it way back in 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 ages ago um but you know there's the kind of mexican origins is Mm -hmm. what i've heard more and the other interesting thing is the real classic chili is made without beans yeah texas red you know let's ask we should ask jim sawyer if we don't ask him on air i need to find out so texas red and i as someone who lived in texas for a while it's a you do not put your beans in chili yeah you don't meat actually very little tomato product just a little tomato product and it's and mainly it's water peppers. and broth and, and peppers. peppers actual chilies yeah, yeah chilies. which is why it's called chili. and then you have chili con carne which is very chili with chili. meat um and then as you go into the eastern part of the country that's where you start seeing beans in your chili general pin, generally pinto beans but sometimes black beans mm-hmm. and then all the regions acquired the name for their chilies right in like cincinnati chili Mm -hmm. is a special kind of chili there's sweet chili there's not so sweet chili um there's all these different kinds and so we're gonna be cincinnati chili as i understand it is actually based on a greek immigrant's take on tomato sauce Mm -hmm. and that's why you see it on spaghetti you know you very rarely eat it as a bowl Mm-hmm. or eat it in a bowl you almost always eat it on spaghetti because it was more of a spaghetti sauce honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like this is really good on hot dogs so well you know and you do chili on hot dogs and you do chili as we're going to listen to jim sawyer talk about his chili pie mm-hmm. you know so chili can be a topping as well right and so you know it's just all these different things but we have some restaurants that are participating azure have you heard of azure I, a little restaurant I've heard and of. Now, they love to do hot chili with mm-hmm. lots of peppers. So, I love hot. Do so you? you? like hot, I do. I, I always assumed you were a non-adventurous I am eater. a hot chili, hot anything person. Now, have you seen the scene in uh, Dumb and Dumber? the original dumb oh, and dumber yeah. where the guy where they feed him you know he's got the stomach oh, issues yeah. and they're feeding him that you know all this hot sauce and stuff and he dies yeah that would be bernie <laughs> if he ate some of popcorns or otter's chili he would die because so, he can't take hot in springfield illinois very specific place they have chili parlors still and chili in, parlors. in that area of the country hot chili and when i say hot chili it's it, it's chili but there's almost a film of hot oil on top of it <laughs> and that's the thing it, you know it, it, and it burns it. you and it's very specific to <laughs> when you talk about regional stuff it's very specific to that region of illinois uh-huh. the hot chili and you don't see chili parlors anywhere but they still have them there yeah and you know chili's like there's other things like chili that are just different depending on the region you're in mm-hmm. you know barbecue sauce for sure. instance very related you know just different kinds of stuff you know bread is different but every culture has it and you know pot uh, you know uh, one pot roast or you know I mean, things that are you know that have mixes in them you could argue vegetables. that 
that burgoo is a form it's, of chili. It's a form of chili. You know, yeah. or chili is a form of... Yep. I mean, because like you said, every region yeah. has something like this. Yeah. But the restaurants are Azure, mm-hmm. the Lexington Diner, mm-hmm. and Big Blue Deli. Big Blue Deli. Which is a pretty new place, I understand. Over on uh, Limestone, yeah. yes. Yep. And um, let's see here. Campus Pub, mm-hmm. Dickie's Barbecue Pit, mm-hmm. and Pappy's. Yeah, Poppy's. Which, uh, Poppy's. Yes. I would love to try their chili yeah. because he does some really great stuff. So and let me ask, what kind of chili do you like? When you when you want to eat chili, what... I like hot chili with mm-hmm. lots of peppers, mm-hmm. and I like the beans. So I will be a um, rebel. Do you like... <laughs> How about you? I like... I'm yes and yes. I like it. I like it. At least warm. I like it thick. I don't oh. like a, a real loose chili, like a Cincinnati chili. I like it thick, too. I like it thick. I like a it's, lot of meat. A spoon should stand up to I me know, in a bowl I of agree. chili. I agree. That's the one. And cheese on top and cheese sour on top. cream. Yeah, I agree. And I like to make it myself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just kind of, and make it pretty simple. It doesn't right. have to be really fancy. I don't think you have to overthink it. Yeah, that's right. And here's the other cool thing about chili. Different kinds of flavorings are put in chili. And, and isn't there something like with cinnamon in, and maybe it's Cincinnati? Well, cinnamon ha- is in Cincinnati chili, but yeah. also cocoa. Cocoa? Oh, did somebody say cocoa? And that brings us Norma. Ta- Norma! Who's the uh, show's cocoa. official chocolate expert. Oh, Norma yeah. the cocoa gal. Uh, Norma, is there yeah. such a thing as chocolate in chili? I've heard of this. Well, sure. You can you can put chocolate in chili. It's got some, chocolate's got some great flavor nuances that'll pick up in the chili. The, the traditional chocolate sauce is the mole sauce. Oh, really? Um, and that's Mexican, yes. right? Mexican sauce. Yes. Well, actually, the mole, it was very interesting. The mole was a an ancient tribe. Um, and overall word for sauce is um, in Aztec language is what they were derived from because they made it. Um, they didn't actually start putting chocolate in it until long about the late 17th, early 18th century. Mm-hmm. But um, it has it has evolved that there are a number of recipes with uh, well, with it in that. there, and it also has it has similar ingredients to chili. I mean, you've got you've got your chilies um, in the sauce. You've got the onions, the garlic, the cinnamon. Um, you know, they they serve it with the tortillas. Um, Sometimes tomato. Thing, so yeah. Hey, by yeah. the way, there's an Aztec story I got to tell you that that's one of the or, uh, origin stories where the mm-hmm. Aztecs stewed the conquistadors, the sacrificed conquistadors, mm. and that was their first meat in the chili. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, All right, they sorry. Put chocolate on those too. <laughs> chocolate is chocolate. great with conquistador. Yeah, conquistadors. So when you when you talk about putting <laughs> cocoa in your ch- or chocolate in your chili. We're not talking about a chocolate bar with sugar. No. We're talking about... Like the powder? Du- yeah, like, like a Dutch processed cocoa, which in, in anyone who's ever taking a, you know, a spoonful of baker's cocoa and thought oh, it was going to be yeah. sweet. Yeah, Norma, you can tell us it's not sweet, yeah, right? And, and, and when you go in the grocery store now, Norma, and you see all these percentages, they have it on right. the bars now. And like they have up to like 73%. And what does that mean when you see 73%? Well, that's the percentage of co- of uh, cocoa solids that that are actually in the in the bar itself. And actually, I have seen unsweetened bars now. And you really, can, you can. And I see a, I see quite a few of the eighty and eighty five percent bars. There are people that really like like that it would that be bitter. 
dark, it is bitter, and it's not it's not my favorite. I'm I'm partial to about a sixty percent eating, sixty seventy percent cooking mm-hmm. uh, for okay. dark chocolate. Okay, and and cocoa. And then when you say there's cocoa powder, there's regular cocoa powder, and there's Dutch processed mm-hmm. cocoa powder, and there's and they're they're a little bit different what you want to use the acidity in those and how you would use them but those have absolutely nothing else other than the cacao powder right well that, well that's correct and, and if you want there's unsweetened cocoa powder if you don't if you buy a regular cocoa powder it is going to have a little sugar in it um but if you buy the unsweetened then yeah and there yeah. and a recipe will call specifically for what um what you should use now, now norma we're coming into seems like to me seasons dictate chocolate like mm-hmm. easter's a big time chocolate time isn't it and mm-hmm. what's the biggest Easter's chocolate big. sales time of the year when when do people well, go the, and buy chocolate bunnies they do those for easter but halloween but halloween, halloween is it a big chocolate thing because i know i love the well, mellow creams it's getting to be i mean you know that the chocolate companies have taken advantage of all of this i mean you, oh, you know sure. they make chocolate pumpkins now i mean here lexington um with ruth hunt for example christmas is the big one um but yes there are lots of chocolate bunnies around there at easter and of course valentine's is a huge chocolate sure. holiday of course the marketing thing is you know the bourbon balls are with us all year round yeah. and particularly at you know right. Keeneland and all of that kind of stuff i love them you- you know, I always wondered why, like things like like Halloween, you see, start seeing the chocolate out early. Buy your Halloween candy mm-hmm. early, and I never understood it. And then, as an adult, I understand if I buy my Halloween candy in September, there's a good chance I'm going to eat it before Halloween I, I, and have to rebuy rule. it. That's my rule. Yeah, I don't buy like I love the little awful things that most people don't. The little pumpkins, those little mellow cream pumpkins mm-hmm. and candy corn. I don't buy them until a week out. Because if I do, right. I'll promise myself I'm not going to break into the bag, and I always and do. And you do. And it's like jelly beans. I'll and they know. They know, they know you're they know you're weak. I know. They know I that's going to happen. I am. You're very weak. Yeah. It's going to happen. And you know what? You're like, you're like everybody else. So, yeah, I might it's even normal. put it in my chili. I mean, you never know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and if you do decide to put cocoa in your chili when you make it at home, use it like a spice. To, you know, use mm-hmm. use the, like the un, like Norm was saying, the unsweetened cocoa powder and use it like a spice. Yeah. It will not make your chili sweet. It yeah. actually will give it a bitter, like a nice background bitter. Which I think would taste good. It gives it a, it gives it a yeah, flavor nuance. It's just like... Um, I think Cole was telling us uh, coffee. Right. Oh, true. Coffee yeah, coffee. Initially. And, chocolate. And coffee and chocolate play well together as well. I mean, if sure. you make a chocolate cake, for example, I usually put some, some espresso powder in that. I some do, coffee. too. Um, Absolutely. What else, uh, Norma, I know you're a cook, so what else do you use chocolate in? Oh, gosh. Um, I have used it in... Um, I've played around with it in um, different, uh, sometimes uh, like a, I've tried it in soups, believe it or not. Really? Um, and it's interesting how it, how it absorbs. Um, I've I've paired chocolate and wine, of course, and chocolate and bourbon. Oh, that's I've, true. I've, you can do got that. got a lot of that. I put a little um, cocoa, and, I put a little bit of cocoa in my barbecue dry rub. Oh yeah, because yeah, it, it 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 gives it like you said a little it, there's and maybe you can you can fill me in on this. I, it gives you that tannic quality like you get mm-hmm. from really dry red wine, right? It's like right. almost like a tannin. Yes, and yes. I I like that because there's not a lot of foods that have that. I really like that tannic quality. 
It does. And depending upon where where the cacao comes from, like, for example, the Central and South American um, beans pr produce a lot more tannic um, bean than the than the Ivory Coast, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and explain, can you explain that feeling on there? Because it's not even like a taste. It, tannin is like a mouth drying qual. I don't know how else to describe tannin. it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dry, red it wine, is. Right. It gives you a. Um, let me see. How can I? How can I put that? It does. It it's. Uh, it works with certain taste buds um, to to dampen but enhance. I mean, right. I, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to explain well, what well, it is, but you know it when you when you, you have it. You do it, you know it. Uh, what right. about, get back to pairing chocolate with bourbon and mm -hmm. things like that. Is there a way to, I mean, how do you eat chocolate with bourbon? A uh, Reese's peanut butter cup with a shot of bourbon? I mean, well, how do you do this? <laughs> Don't threaten me with well, time. Hey, whatever floats <laughs> no, you can. But I, I like to look for certain qualities in each product to to pair them up and you find you'll hit on things for example um if you've got a bourbon that's like say got a got a spicy quality to it mm -hmm. and of course bourbons have all you can pull all different flavors out of bourbons and then you put that with a with a spicier chocolate or Ooh, the wine okay. like with the wine the tannic wine right and the central and south american chocolate are nice together um I'll be honest. Give me a Hershey bars and a bottle yeah, of Old Fitz. Say, I'll, be, you know, I'll be completely happy. <laughs> Hershey bars. Like, a Hershey bar and a bottle of Old Fitz. Call it a Saturday night. Like you don't got to get fancy with it. It's just good. Yeah, it I good. just wonder why. You know what is the taste bud thing going on in there? You know, I mean, you know, you know, it is. It's playing around with your taste. That's cells. why bourbon well, balls work so well. Bourbon balls work bourbon so balls well. Bourbon balls are so good. Well, it is, and and it's kind of interesting. If you want to play around with it, I mean, get yourself a couple of different kinds of bourbon and then the okay. different not only the different a different type of chocolate like so verona is going to be a, a, a smoother el rey might be a little bit more spicy um and then taste taste everything with everything it's it's yeah. fun just to okay. see how, well, it, how it goes okay. together let's talk for a minute about uh, the health benefits of chocolate right yeah yeah let's there do are. that because there you know so much mm -hmm. of the stuff we do is not you know well, um, so so they caucus, say it's good for your. I, I've always heard it's yeah. good for your heart, but it has a lot of fat, so you got to watch it, yep. right? But it's, it's well, good. Not, depending on the chocolate. Now, if you're if you're eating a lower lower percentage of cocoa fat, cocoa solids where they put back in mm -hmm. a lot of cocoa butter, like that's that's the better chocolates for you are the higher percentage of of cocoa solids, like 60, 70 and so on. Um, right. But it is rich in fiber, iron, magnesium. Uh, it's good for your heart, then blood flow. High in um, antioxidants. Been, yeah. Lots yeah. of antioxidants in it. I Almost mean, always yes, it's absolutely. Listed um, on it reduces the LDL, diet. which is the bad cholesterol. And, and there has been uh, some studies that it protects your sun skin from the sun so all right well you don't have to sell me on it i'm yeah, uh we're there up. we're yeah. there just bring the bourbon and you know yeah, yeah i'm listen it's saturday i'm, I'm in yeah. all right now we gotta take a break because when we come back uh speaking of chili a legendary chili in lexington sawyer's yes the restaurant is coming back jim and molly sawyer on with us next they're going to talk about where it came from sawyer's mm -hmm. where it went and how it's coming, coming the resurrection Love of sawyer's it. yeah don't go anywhere this Great. is food news and shoes radio 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Food News and Choose Radio. I am super excited. As someone who's worked in downtown for almost 20 years, Sawyer's... It's an institution. An institution. And, yeah. you know, obviously the pandemic made everything, everything. Changed everything. Changed everything. It changed the landscape of downtown. And it, it's rare for a, a place that's beloved to go away, but then to resurrect and come back. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening with Sawyer's. And it's been so long. I yeah. mean, it was longer than we all thought. Jim Sawyer is on the phone talk. with us, yeah. who is the man behind Sawyer's. How are you doing, Jim? Good to hear from you. Doing fine. I don't know if I'm an institution, or maybe I should be institutionalized. <laughs> oh, oh, we were going to say that, but we backed off. I mean, you know, and I Molly's here. Molly yeah, Sawyer. Molly, and S- Sawyer wouldn't be Sawyer without Molly. I'm pretty well, I, convinced. I can assure you all, and I hope everybody hears this from the bottom of my heart. This would not be happening if it weren't for this wonderful woman. Yeah. She runs the church on top of watching over me. That's amazing. Oh, wow. So, she sounds like interesting to interview, too. She well, does a lot of food for people. Let's <laughs> talk about the history of Sawyer's. How yeah. long had in Sawyer's and its original location, or how long had that been there? You know, Twitch, it opened in 1986 when Festival Market opened up. It opened as Charlie and Barney's. I was a financial right. consultant for years uh, across the street for a man uh, that owned a firm called uh, uh, Oxford Financial Advisors. Mm-hmm. And at night, I would go over there and have a cocktail, and a buddy of mine was running Charlie and Barney's. He said, I need a bartender. I can't figure out what to do. Everybody's, you know, in our business, it tends to be uh, run a little loose sometimes. And so he was losing money and he didn't know how. And so yeah, I got involved happens. and I loved it so much that I walked away from finance. And I, I basically came into the company, got absorbed in 1987. But I okay. bought in in 1988. And the man I bought in with uh, wanted to walk away from Lexington in 1993. And that's when the name Sawyers came about. Became it was 1993. Yeah. Did you keep the same concept pretty much as Charlie and Barney's? Because I remember that. I mean, right. I don't Charlie, remember it here, but I know it's everywhere. I mean, you see yeah, it. Indianapolis, Denver, Charlotte, Tulsa. I was running the whole company for him for a while, trying to cost out all the stores. But no, I changed it. Our our parting uh, conversation, which was really, really cool, was he said, it sounds like you want to do something different than what we're doing down there. I said, I want to do fast casual. I want to do chili and burgers. I want to make it so that people can mm-hmm. eat quickly. The biggest problem in, in, in lunch in downtown Lexington is we have a ton of people that work in the Blue Tower that have half an hour. Mm-hmm. We That's have right. a bunch of people yeah. in these law firms that are between cases, and they'll just run over. And so I wanted to be able to get them fed and out in 30 oh, minutes. And yeah. most of the you can't hardly even place your order in 30 minutes. You're exactly right. That, that was the beauty of Sawyer's. That you, c- you had that big salad barish thing where you could dress up yeah, your burger. <laughs> yeah, and then you had um, like all the burgers like almost ready. But, That's exactly what What was did. amazing was you could place your order, go fill up your drink, and by the time your drink yeah. was full, you get, you, they were calling your name and you'd pick it and up. You get and, your burger and you can dress it out. And with, it was, uh, it was so a, such an efficient process. So Will it the, be the same? It will be exactly the same. We tested it today with the staff. I want to show them how it works. Uh, we learned a, a few kinks that we had to work out, but we now have two burger bars. They're all in one floating island, and each side of it has a burger bar and a chili bar, and the raised oh. middle of it is a is a thin salad bar. I probably sold 100 burgers for every one salad bar, so sure. we decided to take away the, the whole salad bar okay. that you all used to be and make it two burger bars. And so um, the biggest thing for us is when we see people walking in, what you all just said is correct. We we start them before you get even the chance to order. Yeah. And so once we get that wheel rolling, we take old Henry Ford's approach and just keep the assembly line going. So the thing I dream about, and I literally, when I say dream about, I, I'm not using hyperbole. Your <laughs> grilled onions and your mushrooms. I yeah. 
when I heard you guys were shutting down, and I know I, this is selfish, but I thought, oh my God, you were the nearly mushrooms. committed, huh? The <laughs> mushrooms and the onions are the most unique oh, thing I've ever that. had anywhere. Yeah. Those are magic yeah. mushrooms. Those What's are your, magic. What is your magic? Are they coming back with the restaurant? Yeah, are they put them on anything? No. <laughs> are they coming back, or will they make a comeback so that Twitch can once again start living a life instead of having it robbed? I from have him? two people that I need to make sure. I'm going to get to know Norma, but I'm going to get. Uh, I've got to make sure that Sylvia gets her chili. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that that Twitch gets his burger and his mushrooms. Thank yes, you. everything that was in the old menu is pretty much coming back. We pulled a few items off that are just hard to procure right now. Really? Uh, and oddly enough, people on the food business. I know Sylvia knows this through. Uh, through Jeremy, there are several items that if you order them, it's a 50 50 shot that you'll get them. Like what? So, yeah. Like what what's what? tough right now? What? Tough right now, uh, getting diced onions. I mean, uh, diced tomatoes is almost impossible. Really? We had trouble getting, oh yeah, diced tomatoes for my chili. We had to order, uh, I ordered 20 cases and we only used like uh, three cases at a time to make my chili just to be able to guarantee that I could get them from my food purveyor. wonder why um, in the world. You have a hard time hmm. with some beef products. You have a hard time. French fries right now and potatoes are on fire. Uh, fish products are hard to get. We used to do a fish sandwich, and that's still not back on the menu. I want it on the menu. Um, tuna, we had to order that in advance. Uh, Wait a minute. Those are just a few things did, my head. Did you say French fries are french in fries. short supply? Several things here. No. But, you know, no. In general, the the – Potato crop is coming near the end of the year. They almost always harvest them now, and they all they harvest them all at one time, and they go into giant, uh, giant cauldrons of potatoes, and they're stored above ground in kind of cold conditions to slow them down, yeah. and they work that that group down until the new crop comes out. Oh. You, you have a real shortage right around the end of summer and early fall. That's that's kind of scary, I mean, yeah, but you'll terrifying. have them, right? I mean, that'll be part of we your. Have them. Uh, the price of them has in, increased quite a bit, but we sure. have them, but. Uh, Everything that that we need to get open is currently here, but mm-hmm. it took. We started ordering three weeks ago to be able to get what we needed. Yeah. Some of it was delivered today. Well, tell us about your journey. Uh, in how long has it been? Eighteen months to get to we where closed, you are. Uh, the mask mandate was getting ready to come down, and we had a choice to make. On we had fallen um, in sales in all of last year so badly with everybody working from home mm-hmm. that I had to make a decision when the mask mandate came down on whether or not to go on, yeah. and so. When the mask mandate came down and I asked for a little time to think it over and uh, and things just didn't work the way we wanted them to. Mm-hmm. So I got, I was basically told that we were going to not be in that location anymore about the middle, was it the middle of January, uh, July or June? So we got told basically that at the end of May and early June that it looked like we were done there. And of course that, that just absolutely crushed me. I love sure. people. I love uh, uh, meeting no. people. I want to I wanna talk all the time. So we started looking immediately for another location. We needed to make sure that we could do the UK basketball crowd. We could do yeah. the concert and the event crowd and a big, big, big event for Lexington that a lot of people don't even know happens, but Future Farmers of America, you know, yeah. Keeneland, all the sure. things in the summer. Oh, it's huge for me. I mean, Twitch will never believe how much volume I do in one week off the Future Farmers of America. Wow. To so our building, it, the, yeah. the building we're yeah. right now is attached to Rupp Arena in right. the convention center and we see the blue coats come the in. The blue coats, yeah. And it, it is amazing. I haven't the seen thousands. this since high school. I will say that, again, I, I obviously it was worse eat. for you personally <laughs> because this was your baby, this was your restaurant, but as someone who, again, worked in downtown now for almost 20 yeah. years, when, when, when Sawyer's closed, that's when I thought this the pandemic, this is like, this is this where is we're the, never the coming signature, back. Signature, yeah, yeah. This the was signature the, of the pandemic. This, yes, on exactly. This, this really yeah. hurt. What, so, what are your hours going to be? Are you going to be open for lunch? Yeah, Sylvia, we're going to do lunch for a while. Because we're gonna, we've got a crew that needed. wants to work nights, and we've really got to get them trained. Um, I tell you, skilled 
restaurant workers are probably able to list their own desire for salary right mm-hmm. now. Right. Uh, they're in such demand. And of course, I'm in a block that's got, you know, we went from a hole in the ground to 800 jobs on this block right. uh, in about three years. And so between the Marriott and the Residence Inn and their, their uh, uh, food services and all their customer service, it's trying to weed through all the people that come down here and, and interview with me and have all the other options to go to down here, which there's a bunch of nice new options downtown. Mm. So hey. we're going to probably launch when we open. Okay, so tell us. Uh, I want to be sure you tell us your hours so that I know uh, when to get in line. Call, let's call Tuesday through Friday next week and ongoing until we post on our uh, Sawyer's okay. Downtown webpage. Um, we're going to do uh, eleven to three, and we're going to we're going to probably have to call it after that until I can get the crew trained, and I'm hoping that's in about ten days to two weeks. So sure. Tuesday is the is the go the, the, go the tentative date. or the yeah. the. That is the day you guys are opening back up. Let me ask you about your chili. Um, yes, sir. It's That's chili sir. week. I don't know if you know this, but Cumulus and Food News and Chews have teamed up to do chili week. It starts when? Uh, Monday. It starts on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, ah. and I know you couldn't be part of that, but we want to talk about chili because huh. I know yours is so good. Oh, uh, it's great. It's wonderful. And what's your secret with chili? You don't have to tell us the recipe. We know you won't do that. So just uh, tell us what. It, but, uh, <laughs> my, my papa used to make chili, and uh, I fell in love with it. And my mom would make chili for a family of six of us. We think she had six kids or probably more. We weren't real sure. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, she was a great woman. And uh, But I, the whole concept for me with chili and my whole family, my grandfather told me, was you make it and then you refrigerate it. And yeah. then you bring it back. Ooh, okay. And uh, that's when it gets good. And our, our chili spice has got some cumin in it. And that cumin is a flavor enhancer. It really matches up well with meat. And so it brings that warm, you know, it's cold outside and you want some thick, hearty, you know, a little bit more than soup. You know, so you go to chili, mm-hmm. which to me has got to be mellow. If you like it hot, there's Tabasco here and there's jalapeno peppers here. But Ooh, we make yeah, good old, old chili. You know, I, I do, I, I like what you said there because I, there are a lot of times where I, I find it with spaghetti sauce too, anything with tomatoes, when it right. sits, the, it the next it's day, better. it's soups just are better. Like, soups it, are a lot like that. A lot of things are people, meatloaf, if you let it sit, right, it becomes it homogenous as opposed mm-hmm. to, um, and I, stuff. if I could give you guys the biggest compliment I'd give any restaurant, it, it sounds simple, but doing the simple things really well like you consider a sure. burger a ch- you know chili hot do- that kind of stuff seems simple but when you do it so well it rises to another level and i think that's what sawyer's always did and uh, the other thing about chili don't you also do a white chili maybe not right away but don't you it's not, it's not white it is actually we just we make almost the exact same recipe but we use turkey instead of uh instead of beef and it's oh, wow. a very low in uh, in sodium very low uh in cholesterol actually most of my people uh that have cholesterol problems take my paperwork which i have um to their doctor and they say eat that all day long so it's really really good oh, you know in a large bowl of my turkey chili it's 246 uh calories and that's 1. cheap 6. calories I mean, that's, that's great that's that's low. and the fact that you know that is amazing because yeah. most <laughs> most local restaurants wouldn't know and that. that it's actually good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of one of the reasons. You know, there's a whole lot of movement towards that. And, you know, I'm one of those people, I just eat whatever I feel like. But at the same time, I try to keep myself active. But there are people that just don't have the time or the ability to be active. So eating something, it gives them an option. If you can give them the answer, like you just said, Twitch, you know, this is the calories. And there's a company in Indianapolis we send anything off to that we can break down that we want to know. Mm, that is, that, did that you is th- awesome. I hadn't thought about how they do that. 
So did you yeah. think, and by the way, this is uh, Jim Sawyer and his wife Molly of Sawyer's opening back up yeah, on Tuesday. It's going to be called Sawyer's, right? It's going to be called Sawyer's. Exactly. Same name as the last place, Sawyer's Downtown. Actually, was lucky enough to get the neon signs, and I've still got them. So I've stuck them in the window. Yeah. They've, it looks like somebody moved them up the street. That's all it looks like. So <laughs> in the, I got I to gotta ask this. In the 20 years, or, or however, probably closer to the 35 years, actually, uh, that Sawyer's been around. There must be obviously some magical memories in that place of you know mm-hmm. magical things and, and people who've come in. Do you have any favorite memories of people, maybe celebrities, maybe just unexpected people that that you didn't think would wind up in your restaurant that did? Because I imagine being so close to yeah. Rupp Arena, some some names had to walk through those doors. And that's beside uh, besides Twitch and me and Bernie. of course, uh, right. of course, yeah, four <laughs> In that case, there's nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about a certain Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that Santa Claus was a bar. I remember the football players, Sylvia, that would come in and they would eat seven patties. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, really? what? I don't remember their names, but that's memorable. Actually, the ones I remember the most was whenever the NBA did a lockout and we had the, uh, uh, who's the Kansas City team? The Chiefs. Chiefs? So that's no, that's no, football. Basketball. Yeah. Uh, but they came in, uh, and we had uh, uh, Dad Burner. What's the tall guy's name? Uh, he's now in Boston, making a big to do. Rondo? He, no, uh, he's not from here. Um, oh. I'm trying. Uh, but anyway, he came in, and he every day that he was here, he said, "I'm going to add another patty every day." And just like Mom said, he finally got to a seven. Flavor. Seven patties. Kevin Durant. Kevin, so, oh, that is amazing. So seven. And speaking, and those of, are not tiny patties either. These no, are decent-sized no. patties. So I have stolen the way I do burgers from watching your grill. I Honestly, I, that's, I, that's the only way I do burgers now because you guys do the, the, the meatball and then the smash. Oh, yeah. Right. And I, I think, to me, that's Is the that, superior way to get a burger, to take a burger. Is, oh, now, tell me that again. You do a so, ball. Yeah, if you were to find it even further, Twitch, I would mm-hmm. tell you that uh, when you smash it down, mm-hmm. let it sit on the grill for a few few seconds, maybe 15 or 20, flip it over, and you're trying to make what looks like a fried egg, okay? okay. You roll it around. You try to keep that, that brown section right in the middle because that's where all the, the juices are going to flow to in the middle or they're going to bubble out on the sides. And when you get a chance to go under that grill, under that patty, the first time to flip it, which the time to flip it is just like a pancake. Just like whenever a pancake starts to bubble and the rings don't close back mm-hmm. in, you, you have to go underneath that that patty completely. You have to strip the sear right off the flat top grill. That's why we buy a very high grade military grill. It's a Lang grill. And that carbon steel is, you separate that meat from it and it comes off just as clean as a whistle. Once you flip it, that sears in all the juices that cook that second half. So, so it's this. This, if you've never watched it, Sylvia, it, it's yeah. a work of art. So you start with the with the big ball patty, almost like a yeah. meatball, yeah, on the grill. And then the thing about the smash burger is when you press it down, like he, like you were saying, Jim, yeah. you get that that adhesion to the grill, and you get the brown bits, oh, and oh yeah. you get like oh the yeah. little crispy oh yeah. parts. I love that part. And you get a lot more texture mm-hmm. to the burger, and it honestly cooks a lot faster. Also, and by cooking it faster, <laughs> the juice doesn't evaporate, so it stays in the it's meat. Juicy, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Have you remember the chain GD Ritzies? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. To do something very similar, crunchy on the edges, and we mm-hmm. used to eat those when we were kids. Everything that's good is stolen. Uh, you know, giving you a trade secret, but I think one of the great things about the burger here is is that we butter and toast our bun. Butter and, and toast the buns. Up, yeah, you do. That you is the you best. Get your so, stay on time. Sorry. Stay on time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you got it's like you, a it's something has to be or, or, you know remain to the imagination. You can't tell us <laughs> Jim, everything. Jim, are you have you always been the cook? I mean, do you? Because I've seen you actually standing over the burgers. And um, I, actually, it, it's in the end when COVID really when COVID shut things down in uh, in march of two years ago mm-hmm. um my cook understandably went and found another job and so from that point forward i cooked every day but i have cooked on and off all my career yeah i enjoy cooking. they I say the they say as a restaurateur you need to know you have to be able to walk into the, the food, you're in trouble except, except yeah. jeremy won't let me in uh, yeah i can't he's so mean <laughs> I would listen. I know that the new restaurant is opening on Tuesday, and I don't want you guys to get overwhelmed. I, I know yeah. because everyone's going to want to yeah. go soft there. soft opening. Yeah, I would almost suggest doing it like the school system did, where hey, uh, A through C, <laughs> A through D can come in Monday. To, you know, just you know, give I, us a yeah. date. Give me a card. Tell me when I can come I in and get a burger because no. I will be there as soon I, as I can. I told before we went on air. I said they should thank us for giving them the only break they're going to have in the next gazillion days because oh, yeah. people are going to hear about this and they're going to be flocking to your restaurant we're training every day for the next five days and so we're on it we're trying to get work the crew we're doing everything we can to make sure uh that we get it right that's the biggest thing i'm worried about uh, twitch is right i just don't want to i'm just afraid of a giant bum rush and we wind up uh letting some people down i don't want to let people down I don't think anyone can be let down honestly no. i think we're so i think the city it's such a it's a symbol Mm-hmm. It's a, and I, I it don't mean to make it you know, overly important, dramatic, but the fact that you guys are coming back, it's a symbol it's of hey, things are really getting yeah, back to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, That's great. I like that. Yeah. That, that ma- it makes my heart happy. That now, what's the over. next big event for for all for for oh, you? By the way, Cliff, she had decided that uh, if I didn't get back to work, I was going to have to move out. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, there's <laughs> I was incentive. Ask you, what there's... made you want to get back into the restaurant <laughs> business? Most people try to get out of it. You Molly, get back into Molly it. did. Uh, yeah. So, what's the next big event? Do you do a lot of Keeneland work? Does that we do, actually? I think what's going to happen down here, we're going to unfortunately miss a big event for me, which again, uh, most people don't even know is going on. Uh, the Bourbon Trail is this weekend, mm-hmm. and it normally is the salt of the earth people. They finish running, mm-hmm. they've been running for 24 hours. Um, so they're going to come in here and hungry, and we, we're going to miss them. But uh, for us, the next event will be a concert next week, and then we'll get to Midnight Madness. But for us, uh, uh, the big thing will be Breeders' Cup. Oh, Bridger's And that's sure. going to be big for the whole city. Everybody's going to be. It's gargantuan. Yeah. Hey, I'm real proud of uh, Drew uh, uh, Fleming there. He's getting this down here. Oh, that's so sweet. So it's, sweet. It, and it is. That's another thing. You're right. That's a great for the entire city. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've always worked downtown and I've seen. You know, COVID stopped people. Now you're seeing people, the streets are busy again. The sandwiches, you I know, know there's back. a line at Goodfellas again. There's a line at the restaurants. Yeah. There'll be a line at Sawyer's. That's, yeah. I like seeing lines at places because so many it places, means people. So many places have closed for lunch, you know, and yeah. just, just haven't. They haven't. And I think, in fact, it's staffing problems as much as it's anything. Yeah, where they're closed Monday, Tuesday, and they can right. only open yeah. Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah. so those who have been able to, to, to get their we footing. Have, we have the same issues. That's what I'm talking about in the beginning here. It's just making sure we get the people and that's why the concept here with just very few employees necessary as long as everybody's spot on you know of course everybody we still have friends that have had covid recently so it's still out there i know it's still, it's out, still there. out there but that's good okay, but, so. hey don't go sick and if you're sick don't go to sawyer's i don't want it shut down for a day or two yeah. don't do that yeah yeah <laughs> just hey have right. some chili pie you know bernie loves that chili pie I, I served two of my employees that today, and Did they you? just fell in love with it. I'll so tell Bernie. <laughs> explain, you know, for the uninitiated, explain chili pie. We only got like a minute left, but explain chili pie, because that's one of those things you don't see everywhere. 
chili pie at Sawyer's anyway um, is a lot like what people used to make in a bag called a Frito bag. Mm -hmm. And uh, we take corn chips and we crunch them like your grandmother used mm -hmm. to do graham crackers around the inside of a bowl, put a dollop of sour cream, a little bit of cheddar cheese. Mm. We cover it with our chili, which is real mellow. Then we put tortilla chips on the top and some cheese and you take oh. it over the bar and load it up that it's amazing so good it's amazing it, right. it's one of those we'll be things there. Uh, you can't get it well listen uh jim and molly sawyer sawyer's opening back up as of tuesday next week so make sure you get down there and we wish you from the bottom of our yeah. hearts we wish you Thank guys you. the best and congratulations great to talk Sweet. to you guys thanks awesome to talk to you guys all thank right. you all for letting us do this bye-bye everybody Goodbye. all right this all is right. food thanks. news and shoes radio